Hello and welcome back to the For Foot Sake podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Bristow, and on this pod we go over the Festival Football Team 2, discuss the newly added preview packs, and also go over the return of themed weekend leagues. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Right, and let's get into the podcast. Today we have one returning guest and two brand new guests. First returning guest is Aloni Sell. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey Max, thank you for having me. And today our first brand new guest is J-Mark. J-Mark, welcome to the podcast. Max, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. No worries. And our second brand new guest is Latan. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you, Max. Very much an honor to be on this podcast today. So we're going to go back to J-Mart here. J-Mart, when did you start initially playing FIFA? Not foot, but FIFA in general. Can you remember? Yeah, so I, I think my first FIFA was like FIFA 12 on the Xbox 360. I remember it distinctly because it was so easy because I remember the finesse shots were absolutely insane in that game. But um, yeah, I just, I, I played just like, no, I didn't play foot. I just played like kickoff with my friends uh, probably for like four years straight. And then I took a break from FIFA because... Uh, I just got more into like COD and Fortnite. I, I've always been like never stopped being a football fan, um, you know, playing as well. But uh, in terms of FIFA, I didn't exactly just like play FIFA. Uh, but then I got back into it like towards the end of FIFA 19. And then uh, and then the last two years, probably my most intense uh, with FIFA yet, you know, playing every weekend league probably for the last two years. And uh, definitely a sweat by the definition of it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with Ultimate Team as well, what kind of brought you into Ultimate Team? I think I just, it's just my will to compete is, is super cool. Obviously, one of my friends looped me in in, in FIFA 19. Uh, so I was describing before the, the pod that uh, I, I picked up Weekend League in FIFA 19 and for Ultimate Tots was my first Weekend League of the year. And I got Red Ronaldo. So that was like, I was like, wow. I got this... him on FIFA 19 as well, actually, during <laughs> Ultimate Tots. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. Like, I must grind this. And I haven't gotten a Red even anywhere close. They you know, never you in never. the first week and like exactly, <laughs> and and so I guess that kind of cursed me because now I can't pack anything. But um, that that's what really got me into Ultimate Team. And then um, you know, last year I was at college, so I didn't I didn't compete. But um, this year was my first year, like being verified and competing. So that's just all really fun to me is just competing and and trying to be the best of the best and stuff like that. So that's what's kept me kept me along here for sure. And uh, would you say you've always been a good at FIFA or like kind of what helped you get better, would you say? I think that a lot of FIFA is the fact that I think a, a very underrated part skill in FIFA is is real game IQ. So, for example, like I've played my whole life. I played at college as well. And I think that's helped me a lot. Obviously, there's a lot of unrealistic things in FIFA like skill canceling and nutmegs and all this stuff now. But uh, just game IQ, defending, all that stuff is really um, a lot of that was was super easy to pick up right away just based off the fact that, you know, I played in real life. So I think that that's helped me for sure. That sounds good. And uh, Mike, we're going to you next year. How long have you been playing FIFA for? Really? I've been playing FIFA since I can remember, if I'm being honest. My dad had a PlayStation 2 uh, before I was born. I, I Maybe it might have been a couple years after I was born, but he had FIFA 03 on the PS2. And when I was maybe five or six, I started playing it with my brother and... Essentially, after that, I think the next FIFA that I got was FIFA 09 on the PS2, and then I've just been playing FIFA since. I haven't 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 missed a single year. And uh, how long have you been playing Ultimate Team for now as well? Since 
FIFA 11 was my first ultimate team. I was 10. If you asked me what a chemistry was, I, but I've been playing since FIFA 11, probably 30 chemistry in the team. I remember my first purchase on FIFA 11 was the New England Revolution goalkeeper because I watched him on TV <laughs> the night before. Jay, you'll remember him, Matt Reese. Matt Reese, dunk. baby. Of course. What a legend. legend. Am, I the, am I the only foot founder in here? You I must be. So. I was. You uh, must be. I'm the My first player. ever gold pack. Guess who I packed on FIFA? I think it's 08 or 09. I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess probably guess. a Villa player here, not a Gabby Abonglaho. He would have been good, but I think he might have even been silver. Yeah. Nope. J-Mart, you guess. <laughs> FIFA 08. It must be somebody that's not playing anymore, surely. I want to uh, go with FIFA 08. Robin Van Persie. Nope. Zlatan, your guess. I'm going to go with uh, Samuel Eto'o. CR7 in my first ever really? goal. There we go. But a lot of people, fun fact for you, might not know this. On FIFA, I, I might be wrong that that was the first ever foot year, but whatever the first year of foot was, you could tr- get training cards that permanently mm-hmm. upgraded mm-hmm. cards, and every card could get to a 99. So yeah. CR7, he was he had his own animations even then, I think, but it wasn't that special. See, that's what I mean. If you get, get crazy, Ronaldo yeah. in your first weekend, you, you're stuck with it, aren't you? And obviously, if you get him at the start of FIFA, <laughs> like FIFA 22 tradable, you're laughing. But... Yeah, exactly. And uh, and Mike as well, how, Like you're you're pretty good at FIFA, right? How long would you say you've been fairly good forward? Just this year. See, I'm being <laughs> honest. Just this year is the only year I've started to not not take it seriously per se, but try, try to improve. Because I was always a gold three, gold two player, I'd say. But this year I started watching a lot more, you know, verified players, pros, their streams. Like, you know, like Jay, like Lou. Like Savvy Panda, if you guys have probably seen them in the, you know, the global qualifier series, all that sort of stuff. Um, I started watching a lot of their streams and you pick up on little things. You start seeing the players they're using, taking, I mean, Jay, Jay will know how many questions I ask about, you know, team building and tactics and all this sort of stuff. So just kind of stuff like that. And uh, what's your best finish this year as well? Uh, 28 and two during community thoughts. So that's to go from gold three, gold two to, uh, to yeah. being a vet for a player in one year. That's. This this time last year, I choked gold three during Liga team of the season. <laughs> <laughs> no joke, bro. That's I, a crazy. That's a crazy growth. Though. Thirteen and seventeen, bro. It's 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 been a it's been a grind, but I've enjoyed it, man. So yeah. So if you guys are listening and you're a you're a gold three, gold two standard, it is possible. Um, <laughs> are you listening, Max? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, I bought I bottled gold one the other week, so I've got to be careful. I can't speak too much. Um, but boys, we'll get right into it now. Obviously, we're going to start with the Festival of Football team too. But I want to get your takes on the promo as a whole so far. Zell, I want to go to you first though. What have you made of the promo as a whole so far? Um, it's been good. I think it's at the point where I can't get too excited at this point of the year for promos, in my opinion, not to instantly like put a downer on it. But as far as what they could do in June, I think it's been really good. I would like to see a few more free cards at this point, just let people have access to cards and not just in packs. I think the selection has been really good. Let me, I've got footers up here with some of them. Um, it's added a little bit of intrigue to it where I've been um, like trying to follow the results of some players a bit more. I was happy to see Belgium got three wins because I got Torgan Hazard in my guaranteed pack. I think there's a few cards where they could have upgraded the weak foots. So like Grealish got an SBC. As a Villa fan, I was a bit annoyed that he didn't get a four-star week foot. I think they should make every one of these cards usable. Um, I like the... They, have they done Sweden and Scottish nation player group 
SBCs. They did the Scottish one to then Sweden one yeah. was the, uh, the yeah those are both the three. The yeah, I really don't know why they don't just do like two two a day of them. As in two nations, three players a day, and just do one for every team. There's 26 players in each squad. What is that like? How long does it really take a person to quickly put those SBCs together? I'm going to assume not that long. It's good content. There's lots of fans of these teams. It just gives you more options. They don't all need to be 95s. It just gives us loads more players and fun to have. Like I said, to clarify, I think it's been really good, but I think they could just do more with that in June. I don't think they need to hold back really either. This is literally the last part of the game, really. They're not going to be putting out stuff at the end of July, August, so I just go all out with this and almost as a love letter apology to the community after the team of the season. Yeah, I think obviously we, I think we've got to remember too. I think I saw somewhere today they announced that I think it was um, an EA live event or EA play in a month's time. So you should obviously hear some news about FIFA 22 then. And obviously, you know, when they build up the FIFA 22 or the announcement, the releases for that, they always try and bring up the hype and kind of boost the promos and stuff. So everyone's back in the game or at least looking forward to the next one. So maybe the next month, and obviously, you know, this promo is a five week promo. So we will see. Uh, but, Jay, Mark, go to you next here. What was your initial thoughts on the promo? I mean, initially, I'm having a lot of fun with it so far. I mean, first of all, I think the card design is great. Probably one of my favorites of the year. I think that, like Zell said, for what they can do in June, I think it's been good. I mean, the fact that these cards are, they're all, well, not all, but for the most part, usable. They're live as well. That adds a lot of interaction to um, not only the game as well, but it makes people root for teams in the Euros that they would never watch. So, like, there is no reason, not no reason, and also the Copa America as well. But, um, yeah. I mean, like, maybe somebody might not be inclined to watch Croatia play unless they had this rubbish, for example, or something like that. So, you know, I, I think that it's it's neat that it it brings ex- excitement to the game in that point. Um, and then the fact that it's June, I mean, there's not much excitement I would have got probably from just, like, a bunch of 95s that came out, but the interaction and the – the upgradable, the live, the fact that they, you know, the cards that win this tournament will probably be the best cards in the game. So like a five-star, five-star Griezmann and a Pogba that are 99 rated. Very exciting. Like stuff like that I think is really cool. So yeah, I think it's been good. I'm so, excited uh, to yeah. see what, what else they can do. I think that the, the, uh, the league or not the league, the nation's players should come out every day as well. Uh, definitely not hard to make these cards. So, yeah, I think that they should keep doing that for sure. And it's it's been good so far, I think, for sure. I'm, uh, I'm taking you think France going to win the Euros then. By, uh... Uh, no, it's, not, <laughs> it's not that I think they will. I don't know how convincing they've been, actually. But um, I think France is obviously heavily favored. And how can you not favor them? But um, if they did win, then I'll, I mean, I definitely would want to use those cards. So, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully you're wrong and uh, it is coming home, maybe. But uh, Michael, move on to you next year. What have you made of the promo so far? I totally agree with everything that's been said before. I think for June, this is an absolutely unbelievable promo. I think obviously the card design is amazing. And I think the selection is something that's incredible. I mean, players like Militao Felix, these are guys that the community has craved special cards for the entire year. So it's really great that we've got them now. The only thing I will say that I was a bit disappointed with is that part of the gimmick of these upgrades is the skills and weak foot when I wish we could have just gotten those regardless, you know, like uh, Grealish having three-star week, but there's no, there's no realistic reason for that in June, but I think it'll make it a little bit more rewarding for the team that does get 
the full upgrade, obviously. But I would have wished, you know, maybe Zhao Felix five week, five star, five star, you know, maybe upgrade Militao's week for something like that. Grealish obviously should be maybe four star, four star at the minimum. So apart from that, I think this promo is great, though. And I think it's one of those promos that will will build on us. You know, I think when Road to the Finals are released, obviously, it's not it's there. They're hype, but you don't see the full side of it until later in the later in the cycle. I think that's what these cards are going to be like. So um, I hope hopefully when the knockout stages start, when there's a lot of prices flying and going down and up and that sort of stuff, when these cards are winning and losing and that sort of thing, it'll um, make it a lot more exciting. But I think it's pretty good so far. Yeah, that's the one thing too, I don't think we'd really touch on is that obviously the cards are good for now, but the main kind of draw to these cards is the ability for them to get even better. I think going back to, I think one of the promos this year that was kind of, that kind of torn a lot of people was the what if promo. I think because a lot of people looked at those cards with their initial upgrades and weren't really impressed. But obviously, if you go back and look at those what-if cards with their upgrades after, obviously, they were very, very, very good cards at the time. I think one thing, too, with this promo, too, is that I think the initial upgrade is asking quite a lot, to be fair. You've got a lot of guys in the team who won't even get one upgrade. I think they could have maybe brought it back down to maybe two wins for even a plus one. To You're just been getting out of the groups. I agree. Yeah. I don't think it should be wins because, like, people, like, not many teams will win six games in a in a major tournament. Like you can win the tournament and not win. Like Portugal, exactly. won four games at the last Euros and won the tournament. Exactly, exactly. exactly. So I, think, I think I think it, it should, should have been round based, for yeah, sure. Like, like the like road to the final card. I don't like the road to the final promo we have for Europe because it just takes far too long for yeah. the cards to become relevant. But I love the live aspect and the way it interacts with real football and FIFA, which I think is a strength that they've done a good job of building on this year because we play FIFA because we love football, generally speaking. Not many people play it as a standalone video game that they love. I don't think that any cards in this promo should have been five-star, five-star because I do like that. There's that a select few that could get there if they win it, but then I don't think any cards in midfield or attack should have less than four-star, four-star because I think all the cards should be usable at this point. Whereas if you have a freestyle week for or less, you're unusable. Yeah, I think only one card got the an upgrade. Was I think it was Griezmann got the an upgrade to a four star week foot. But if I, I think if I remember correct, I think he's the only one that actually got any boost to his uh, week foot or skill moves. Um, but I do want to get into the kind of the the players and the actual promo itself. Mike, good, but go back to you here first though. Have you had a chance to use any players either from Team One or Team Two? Yes, I've used a bunch. I've used Militao. Absolutely loved him. He's a beast at center back. And I'm, I'm a fullback rat. So when I'm liking a center back, you you know it's good. And then I've had the chance to use Felix. He's unbelievable. I've, I loved every Felix card this year. The 84, uh, the player of the month. I never used the headliner, obviously, because I had the player of the month. But unbelievable player. Carried me throughout so many occasions. I've used Yaziki, which, he, hear me out, okay? Such an oddball of a card. Feels like... Maybe even like a faster sort. He has like a Zlatan build. He's got the ponytail as well, so it's easy to it's easy to use your imagination. He looks but good, to be fair. Looking, at he the is a demon. His left foot is unbelievable. I I I was so surprised when I was using him, and I've used Delict, who again was decent. Again, not Militao levels because of the pace, but still very good at being a great presence in the back. He's getting um, a plus two guaranteed as well. Yeah, oh, 100%. I think he can even go farther. If that card is like 97 rated with maybe 80, 88 pace or so, we're talking about a serious, serious. He was game. one of my favorite ever defenders on any FIFA, I think. Was it FIFA 19 team of the year? Yeah. I think it was I last year. Last year. Yeah. Was it last year? Yeah, I loved yeah, him on last FIFA last year. Hey, he was good. 
but uh, yeah, those those are the only ones that I've used so far. I will say I used Militao this past weekend, and I think to describe my said he uh, he plays like a fullback, which is obviously what you want from a centre back. Obviously, lean build. <laughs> that's that's the funny thing is you, to actually say a centre back plays like a fullback. The good thing is. <laughs> Obviously shows how far this year's gone. But J Mark yourself, have you managed to use any of these cars yet or not? Yeah, no, I mean I mean the same as Mike. And then I, I remember earlier we were talking about how we've built up these teams and and for me, a lot of the enjoyment that you can have in June is trying new cards. So that's why like I don't care about tax loss. Like it's literally June. Like I'll switch my team almost every week now, uh, just to fit in these new cards. So last week I used um Lorente and Acuna. So I use Acuna at left back. I mean, no complaints. Super solid player. Chunky in game, you know, wins his tackles. Um, tried him in midfield, maybe a little bit small, but again, just super solid in defense. And this Lorente is, he is, he's crazy at center back. I use him at center back. Um, I mean, the, he was a demon. I don't really know what else to say. I don't, Spain are looking terrible, but if they can somehow win it, this is probably going to be the best, the best not moments are nine card in the game. <laughs> um, and then I'm a, and then my RTG I used Zakaria at center back, also an absolute animal. Uh, just gives me like Vieira vibes, just an absolute massive body. Um, and is and, I mean obviously the great links. I think the Bundesliga is a really great league this year. That um, maybe it hasn't been as good in the past. Uh, haven't tried that Venetius, but I really want to. Uh, and then in the team, lastly in team two, I did I try any of these? Looking at them. I used Chilwell, and he was very good. He felt like Cancelo, but a lefty. He's crazy value, that Chilwell. Yeah. I was, I, even when I bought him, he was like 80K. That's the thing with a lot of these cards is their prices are, for, for I don't know what reason, dying. I don't know. Like this Hazard, for example, is looks ridiculous, and he keeps going down in price even though he's already gotten an upgrade guaranteed. Like that's going to be a 97. Like I don't get it. Like Pog, And then Pogba I just bought. Um, but, yeah, the prices on these have been odd, but. I've definitely used a lot and I'm going to keep using them for sure. Hopefully we should just get, you know, more SPCs and stuff like that. But yeah, I've definitely used a lot of them. Have you been able to use Pogba much yet or not? No, I actually just bought them today. Uh, I probably should have waited because the price keep going down. But um, with the French team, I think I'm going to try a French team a bit for this weekend and then see what happens. But definitely think he'll be very good. Very, very good. Yeah, you make a good point about these players' prices dropping like mad. I think I I bought Felix on bought him on Saturday or Sunday um, for around 600k. So I've only, lo only lost about 200k in him so far. I bought Hazard for around 700k, and I think he went up to like 850 one day, and he's dropped back down again. So yeah, I mean, there's some good cards, you know. Obviously, the, the one Hazard, I think, the issue with him is for some reason the stats are incredible on him. He just doesn't play like his stats suggest he should play. I think because he's a bit clunky. He's got a unique body type. But he's a weird one. But again, obviously, the cards... Obviously, I think Lorente, too, is one that I think can play anywhere. I, I used his team in the season card. Wasn't overly impressed by it. But that right-back card he's got right now, again, can play... Obviously, like you say, you played him centre-back. But I think he can play anywhere on the, on the field. Yeah, I agree. Um, I won't be playing a freestyle, freestyle up front, personally. And I know you're picking up, <laughs> but so have you managed to use any of these cards yet or not? Um, unfortunately, because I'm quite without completely changing my team, I'm quite tied into the Bundesliga. I think it was Slan who said that. This, or, I can't remember. One of you guys said that the Bundesliga is great this year. I've I did quite a few of the SPCs during the Bundesliga tots, and I like the team to be fair. I have the tots Lewandowski up front, who 
I still stand by as the best value player on the game at the Elite end. Um, but I got Torgan Hazard in my guaranteed pack. I'm looking forward to the two upgrade on him. Uh, he's pretty good off the bench. He's fun. I think the best value super sub in the game I've bought um, is Joseph Martinez. I've used yeah, him a he, bit yeah. off the bench. He's he got 99 pace, 99 finishing movement, shot power, agility, balance, 92 strength, 99 head and jumping. Uh, he's a crazy card, like just a ridiculous player for 70,000 coins. So I've used him off the bench and he feels he's got a good body type in game as well. And then the other one that I've used who actually starts for me and fits my Bundesliga teams, Zakaria. I call him the Swiss Vieira. I don't think he's probably going to get an upgrade, but at 70,000 coins for the stats he has, he's he's got the similar stats like Prime Vieira. Mm. I'm not going to say he plays quite that well, but at 70k, he's crazy value, easily fits um, the Bundesliga teams. Literally, nearly every card in this Prime I could go for and say amazing like. It's one of the reasons I like it. They've given us a lot of players who didn't get tops, but made them really usable and fun. So that's why I think good promo should do. They should add variety and different cards to use. Yeah, I think that's the main thing too. I know there's only, I think there's a thing on top of my head here, only a handful of players actually got tops cut from this promo. I think Laurenti is one of them, but I can't remember the other ones who might have got one. But yeah, again, they've done very well to kind of spread the nations out for different players. Obviously, there's a few nations who haven't got a player, but... They've done fairly well there. And even the guys who are cheap right now, again, like Zakari, got Martinez, obviously is fairly cheap now. Even these cheap guys are very good as well. And again, we'll get into the reason why they're cheap, obviously, with the preview packs, bringing the whole market down. But I think fair play to EA. Like, I think with most things, everyone was like, oh, I don't, I'm not, Tots has kind of ruined FIFA. I'm not going to play it. But I think they've done very, very well to kind of bring people back to it. And again, we always know that EA always seem to do well with the community when they bring in a promo that incorporates real life football and obviously makes people kind of watch football and services playing FIFA all the time. Again, there's a lot of people out there who get their football knowledge from FIFA. So it's always nice to make people watch real football instead of purely getting the knowledge all through FIFA. But obviously with the release of the Festival Foot promo, there's also going to be cards known as Summer Stars cards. These are going to be performance-based cards. And I imagine we might see the first batch coming this Friday. I'm, I'm going to imagine here it's going to be the team in the group stages. Obviously, the knockout stages start on this Saturday. And then I'm assuming probably in a week or two after that, they'll release like a, a team of the tournament or a team of the knockout stages. They might not name it that because obviously they haven't got the rights for the Euros. But I think they could be the next promos released after that. But I want to go through you guys here and say basically what else do you want to see from the promo, such as a showdown cards or maybe more cards. But So I'll go back to you first. What else do you want to see in the rest of the promo with the, I think, about two weeks left of it? It'll be unrealistic, but like I said before, three players from every single nation in the tournament, like they've done for Sweden, Scotland. More is better. I've said before that it's a 365, roughly, one-year cycle that the game has. We all know it's not really a year that most people play it for anyway, so we should be getting so much content every day that you can't keep up with it, in my opinion. So there's choice. Um, so and it, I don't think it's hard to make that content. The idea is good. So just give us it for every nation. Do it for Copa America as well. Why not? There's FIFA fans in every continent. I know South America has a really uh, fanatic, almost fan base for FIFA. And then Showdown, I, I didn't think of it until you said it, but do a Showdown for every knockout match. Why not? Just 
it adds more excitement, gets people um, engaged. Honestly, it'll get people more engaged with FIFA, who are enjoying the Euros as well, do it for Copper America. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't need any sort of license for that to do showdowns. Could be wrong there, but yeah, showdown for every game would be great and that'd make it best promo of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, I think obviously they they should be able to do the showdown promos because I know obviously with the, the Pathagory cards, they kind of said that the Euro games were like international competitive games. So if they can kind of word it for that with the showdown things, I think it could be... They're very, good at wording yeah. stuff in a way that suits them. So yeah, to, uh, to be careful the legal teams. Uh, Mike, I'll go to you next here. What else do you want to see from the rest of the promo? I think um, I agree with everything that was said. I think they're kind of doing that sort of thing with the... Uh, you know, the um, the three players per nation. I, I hope they continue it, though. I hope it's definitely intensified and they do a lot more of it. But for me, Icon SBCs. We are in June. EA has to understand that we are in June. The, we're running out of time for these icons to actually be released. Now, I know we got Maradona and we got Henri. I could probably sell my house, my dog, everything. And I would barely scrape by that Maradona SBC at this point. And we're in June. There's so many, there's so many better player, better value players out right now. Like, why would you ever consider pouring three mil into Maradona with all due respect when Felix is 380k? And I'm not saying Felix is better than Maradona, but you're gonna get a similar sort of similar sort of vibe, similar sort of player from that. So we need to get way better icon SPC value. We need to see more of them, as in more high-end icons. The fact that we're getting Thierry Henry in June and, you know, the people, you know, Arsenal fans will absolutely love that. But realistically, I'm an Arsenal fan too, but come on, come on, <laughs> be, be serious. We need, we definitely need more, more in terms of icon content. We got the player pick that was Argentina, France, Netherlands yesterday. A lot of scamming from that. I must admit, we're getting a lot of Raquel Mays, a lot of Vandersars and Overmars. And just, it's not good enough for me in terms of the icon front. But hopefully that changes, and that, that's the number one request for me. Are you going to uh, do the Primal Moments pick release yesterday or not? Oh, no way. No way. The thing is, right, is that I have this hope that a Ramos is coming in terms of an end of era. So Probably I think... has got to be, hasn't there? Like, he's got yeah, one of the exactly. end of eras. Exactly. So if they release a Ramos that has, like, above 88 pace, even 87, and, you know he would be perfect next to Militao. I know maybe he's better, in you know, instead of Militao and play a wing back next to him because he's quite stocky, but he would be unbelievable, seriously. And I think that's way better, you know, fodder dump than these icon player picks. Yeah, I think if he does get the 88 pace, he's bound to have like at least 97, 98 defending oh, without, yeah. without doubt. And I did know EA tweeted out about him like the end they of an put era. end of era, literally. They put yeah. end of era in the headline. Yeah, and then the, I think they messed up with the, the wording of the tweet <laughs> Yeah, well. they, they said, said he, he played, played 79 games for Madrid. <laughs> just, they just completely messed he up everything. He had a everything. good goal record for 79 games. It was like 101 yeah. goals in 79 games. Like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay, might move on to you next year. What do you want to see in the rest of the promo? I uh, I agree with everything that's been said. Icons, I mean, don't really care about icons too much. Views most of the ones I'd probably want to try. But I just, there's no reason not to give us a showdown for every knockout game, like Zell said. I completely agree. Showdowns this year, absolutely loved them. Used, you know, Clybers and Chanko, loved them both. Just some of the ones, like, I don't remember all of them, to be honest. But again, it adds more of this FIFA and IRL football crossover. I will, if it's two absolutely great cards and I only did one of them, 
I will not take my eyes off that TV. I will pray to every God there is that the card that I did wins and it'll make the game more enjoyable. Like I don't, that, that for me, if, if I was a company that did that or, you know, in the issues, I would want that for my game audience. I know they don't always think about us first, but I think that would be fantastic. And it just adds a lot more fun and, and I mean, more fodder dumps. They want us to have less, less coins. Like why not just, it's literally June. Just yeah. give us some fire content every day. I mean, we always Keep take that back coming. to, yeah, we always take it back. I know um, Zell always like to bring up the uh, the PSV Ajax game was the uh, the most watched Eredivisie game of all time. Mm-hmm. Probably that, or a, a big part down to the shirt on SPC. Yeah. Um, oh, so 100%. There's a big, yeah. the major part. I don't think the Eredivisie had more hype on it this year or anything, so... Other than because of FIFA, do you know what I mean? No real life reason outside of FIFA. But also, the UCL final. Now, I know people were going to watch that anyways, but half <laughs> of the timeline was weeping about Kyle Walker, you know, this card <laughs> in FIFA, when no one would have ever done that outside of, you know, a FIFA context. So, yeah, 100%. Showdowns. I like the idea that when you're doing a showdown SBC, it's kind of like gambling, but in a much more you know, obviously there's no money involved. So it's 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 kind of similar to PAX in terms of there's a gambling aspect, but I like it a lot more than obviously dropping $70 on prime gold players packs to get yourself a, you know, Mario Fernandez. So it, it, there's, <laughs> there's definitely that aspect to it, but I think showdowns are definitely a key area of this game that EA should exploit more because they're just so nice. We went about four months in the middle, the home stretch of this game where we didn't get a single showdown. I think it was like from Kleiber to maybe Marcus Alonso and Mariano. I'm not sure if there was one showdown, and it's it's really odd. Yeah, I think like I said, we we always go about it on the podcast how the showdowns have been so good, and everyone, no one ever really speaks about them in a bad way. So it seems strange that EA wouldn't put in a an SPC or something in the game. That the only so, bad things yeah. to say about the showdown have been some of the weird player choices. They've picked players who literally don't even start for some mm. of these teams. That's been a bit weird, but. As a concept, anything that meshes real football and FIFA and gets people engaged, I think, is good. And this is by far the best they've ever done this year, engaging the community like that. And look at that. Look at Zell being positive towards EA. <laughs> see, we'll see how long this lasts until the podcast here. Uh, I do want to go on to IconSwaps. So IconSwaps came back this Monday. And I know the thing is we're in June. I think people are going to be probably sweating this out in the first week and hopefully not touching it after Mike, go to you first, though. I know you have been sweating swaps a little bit. What have you taken so far, and what do you plan on taking in the end? So in the first round of them, I just did all the fodder packs. I think it was the 81 times 25, 83 times 25, and 84 times 20. I got all of those out of the way during team of the season. I don't have any more of those to go. So we are just going to go for five uh, tokens in the second batch just to get the moments icon pack. And then I will forget that icon swaps ever existed until next FIFA when it's time to do it all again. So... That's that's the plan. So you didn't take all the all eighteen then? Uh, no, no, I I don't think I ever have. If I'm being honest with you, from any icon swaps. Oh no, that's a lie actually. The it was the first icon swaps of FIFA 20. So when it was first introduced, I did all eighteen, and I took mid Drogba as the main reward. And it, it, bro, when I say he was underwhelmed, like oh, <laughs> that's that's why I'm not doing it again because oh. He was out like two months after. And I was just like, what did I do all of this for? So never happening again, 100%. Do 
That's actually a good idea. I think I'm always torn to do all 18. I think I'm going to go for, I've done all the fodder packs. I think I've done the, the five um, tokens for the moments one. Ended up getting Del P. But I'd probably go for the, the seven token one as well. But J-Mart, are you, uh, are you sweating swaps out right now or not? I, I don't even know. I, I, I couldn't tell you one of the challenges for Icon Swaps. <laughs> if you had a gun to my head, I couldn't even tell you one. But um, I mean, what? One is through Weekend League. That'll be done automatically, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we'll see. We'll see. A moment, I, I did all the fodder packs. I did them in the last set. So I did the 81, 82, or 84, whatever the, the fodder ones were. I think a lot of people did that just to try to pack tots. But um. Yeah, we'll see. I might fancy it moments are nine or Vieira if they want to give it to me. So I guess I'll risk the pack. But um, no, nah, I mean, it, it, if I if I hop in, and it's too sweaty or it's too annoying or I get celebrated on. I will just probably hang it up and see it in FIFA 22 icon swaps. <laughs> Have you been a uh, a big fan of swaps this year as well compared to last year? Um, I don't think I did. OK, wait, actually, last year. So the thing is, with last year, I spent a lot less money because I wasn't a competitive player. So like I spent a lot at the beginning of this year, whereas last year I was much more interested in, for example, baby Ferdinand and baby Zambrata. They didn't leave my team till tots. Like those were legends. Whereas this year, like I mentioned before, I've pretty much used every icon that I want to, like even the moments version. So I just have a lot less intrigue in icon swaps. And like, I've been blessed like Mike watching my streams, he could tell you, like, I have a pretty pay-to-win team, um, just, like, from weekendly rewards and, and pack luck. But um, if I didn't spend money on this game, I would be grinding my ass off of these icon swaps for sure. Even just the risk. Like, one of my viewers, for example, uh, just tagged me in a tweet. He got moments Pele from the the moments player pick. Like, like that's that's literally great. Like, and, and why not risk it? Like, you're just playing FIFA – you're casual, you're grinding the game, like, why not? Like, I would definitely be doing it all out, but that's just me. Like, I, I don't really care too much about them. I cared about it more last year, but um, I'll definitely always do them. I mean, I think they're uh, something to do during the week because nobody wants to play rivals, really. So I think that um, I'll, I'll do them more. I'm more interested towards the earlier game cycle and icon swaps, but um, I think they're great, and I think that um, – I'll still do the moments pack, I think. So, yeah, but I'm not going to sweat it out. If it's too hard, I'm out. <laughs> You're a competitive player. It should be easy for you as well. It shouldn't be too hard. That's what I always say to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, if you guys go into icon swaps, you realize it'll take 25 minutes, but they never they never want to do it. I think I was telling that to uh, Savvy Panda, who finished top four in NA this year competitively. He was like, oh, I'm not going to do icon swaps. I don't even need the fodder packs. You do realize... You, you score one goal. They might even just see the username and it's over. Like, it, you, it's going to be so simple. Like we're in the trenches here. You guys have it good. Just, just take the time. It's fine. But you know, it's definitely, it comes down to a difference in the way that you play the game. And I think that a lot of people forget that sort of context when you review teams or, you know, you talk to someone about FIFA because, you know, people will send you a team. Maybe I'll review my team, that sort of stuff. And it'll be, you know, what, you know, Jay or maybe I would say is a shit team or whatever. But realistically, if they're playing the game their way and they're enjoying it, then it's like, you know, it's whatever, man. I mean, they're probably happier than me sweating elite every weekend and bottling it. So GG's to them, you know. 
And boys, if you listen as well, make sure you don't send your teams into uh, Saturn's stream. Yeah, okay? yeah, please don't. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually I, I don't mind doing it if I'm being honest with you. Sometimes it's, it's it's fine. Other times it gets a little bit annoying when six people spam it at once. But you know we do indeed move. <laughs> <laughs> and Zell, are you uh, have you taken any interest in Icon Swaps three at all or not? To summarise my interest in Icon Swaps, when I heard you bring that up as the topic, I muted my mic and started eating a Kit Kat. <laughs> um icon swaps is a great concept that is arguably i mean icons in general are an amazing concept and probably the worst execution in fifa they were great on fifa 18 icon spcs was amazing ea realized people could grind them i think we still had monthlies then which made them even easier and ever since then um icon content's probably been the worst part of content on fifa um they were talking about the Maradona SBC. I'm going to say that Felix is definitely better than Maradona. Simply put, the weak foot. If Maradona moments had four-star weak foot, I could somewhat get with the price tag on him a bit more, but you can't charge that much for that. The SBCs this year for Icons, as I've probably said numerous times on the podcast, are awful, and Icon Swaps 3 is just another yeah pile-on of awful shit Icon content from EA, so... Yeah, I don't want to waste my time. Every time I've I've done it, I think is it last year, the first year we had icon swaps. Yeah, mm. yeah, last year was the first. Year. Yeah, so I think I've done. We had six icon swaps now for each year. I've twice tried to um, grind to get one of the icon packs, and it's been someone completely unusable. So I think the choices were slightly better on this one, but as people say, it's June, whatever. Um, I, I also hate the concept of you have to wait like um, 45 days before you can get the second batch. I think you should be, I know why they do it to try to keep people playing the game and not rush them in a week. But um, yeah, per, I think good idea, poorly executed. Yeah, especially with the, the last one, I think, being Prime Vieira this time as well. The fact you can't even get Prime Vieira till now. And again, I think his price dropped down to close to nearly a million, which is. Uh, <laughs> Which is crazy, but yeah, it's like swaps are. Uh, I, I preferred them a lot more last year. Last year, the fact I could get a lot better icons early on too. But even this year, I've not even gone for us. I've not gone for a single icon player from it. I've not yeah. seen many guys do that either. I think obviously the uh, the packs are the more enticing thing, and everyone loves opening packs. But just I would have liked if they made the icons a bit more enticing. And even if you do want to go through and get the eighteen tokens, at least make sure that eighteen token player is a player that you will be willing to kind of wait for. But this not done it this year. But I do want to move on to probably the biggest kind of talking point right now regarding Ultimate Team. It probably is the preview packs. I think it kind of caught everyone off guard with the release of these. And there probably is a reason behind it. There is a reason that everyone hopes is a reason. And there's a reason why EA have done it. Um, so I want to go do first about this though, but what have you made of the idea of preview packs? And obviously, oh, it's only a fight, only in the game for about three or four weeks now to the end of the promo, but what have you made of them? I think first, I don't see, like, I'll give the positive take on it and then the cynical side of it. Um, <laughs> I really don't get how anyone can say they're bad. Like, as someone who only spends money, at this, I, I would do a road to glory every year if I could, if I wasn't trying to compete on this game. Because um, I just, I enjoy the journey more of a road to glory. But as someone who puts all my money on the game first week and then doesn't touch it or doesn't spend a penny the rest of the year, 
it would mean that every time there's promo packs, I would be able to preview them and potentially it means I get to open some more packs, um, even if I don't actually open them, if you get what I mean. Um, it allows you to do that. And it means that it's just more opportunity to get involved with that. I uh, don't really see how people can put a negative on it being in the game. It improves the pack opening and not wasting your coins, FIFA points. Um, the obviously cynical take on it is it's not in there to benefit the consumer, which I agree it's, it's not. It's not there to try and make it a better experience for us. Um, I think you said, Max, about 10 minutes ago, yeah, have a great legal team. Um, to be honest, it's probably a genius way of getting around loot boxes and gambling, um, which is obviously quite a controversial topic. Different countries have been banning um, FIFA points. Um, some very big ones are getting towards it. England, I don't think, would be miles off. It was probably only a couple of hearings in Parliament um, off of potentially starting to ban it. You see headlines every week on major newspapers in the in my country, England, about it. Um, I think it's quite a buzz thing in gaming right now, microtransactions, things like that, and EA are probably the most notorious company for it. I mean, this is definitely a way of getting around it. Um, I My hope was long-term that FIFA points would probably be removed from the game and we'd moved more towards like a season pass type of thing. I genuinely think um, objectives in the level 1 to 30 that we get. I thought that was EA's experiment to work towards a payable season pass like Fortnite, Warzone. But um, yeah, the cynical side of me is almost certain that this is an experiment to see how this works. And you would assume that this means that they can keep FIFA points in the game because it's not gambling when you know exactly what you're paying for. Like before, it was definitely a lottery. They got they tried to argue, it says 24 rare players, you get it. But we know that's not really how it works. But with this, you don't have to put any money onto it until you know exactly what you're getting. So I think this is probably their workaround. That's the thing. It's been I've not seen many guys openly say that it's a really a negative thing. And I think that's a, you could make a good point there is that for most people it is positive. Again, we as a consumer, as a player, we will only open a pack if it's good enough for us. We don't see ourselves wasting kind of whether it be FIFA points or kind of coins for these anyway. Uh, Jay, I want to go to you next here. What have you made of the preview packs released into FIFA? I haven't really cared for them myself. I know a lot of people in the community love them. I think that they're they're pretty cool. They certainly add a bit of fun um, because it feeds this addiction of opening packs, but you don't have to actually buy them, which is really cool. So, I mean, like we've mentioned many times, everybody likes opening packs. Um, like opening packs is, is super fun. I think it's this... Uh, this is not not addiction, but everybody's love for for the gamble. So um, I don't think this is permanent. There's there's actually probably no shot. If EA did this, I think at the beginning of the year they would be missing out on a lot of money. Um, this is for the what I'm seeing is destroying the market pretty fast. Just because you can see what you pack. A lot of these promo packs are being previewed before they get actually bought. Um, so if EA did that at the beginning of the game cycle, it doesn't really make any sense for them. Do, do you not think though that like this is a workaround to counter that? That they're going to lose a lot of money if they can't have FIFA points. Like the long mm. term could be that they're not even allowed FIFA points if they don't get a workaround for it. And at the start of the game, yes, you might see a premium gold pack that's worth four thousand coins. So maybe casuals who don't put money on it are not going to spend it. 
but the people who put a few thousand pound on are still going to do it because they just you literally i've spent probably last year around two grand and pack a card over 200k i still had like 10 million Mm -hmm. so the only way you can get a good team is by spending so do you not think people still will and it's they can't they'll lose all the money if they can't have fee for points yeah and that's and that i think brings me to my next point which is i 100 percent agree that it is it was only introduced as a way because if there was no legal you know, any sort of thing. There's no way EA would ever do anything like this because they were sitting pretty on the top of a stack of dollars. They were making a ton of money from, again, this gambling addiction, which I think that, you know, it's, it's certainly not a good thing for, for kids who, you know, buy FIFA points to, to have to do. But um, I definitely think that that's why I was introduced is to get around this whole idea of loot boxes. And I think that, um, to maybe digress from what I not digress, but add on to what I was saying before and maybe change a little bit is I, I can see that from what you've said is I definitely think they'd rather have a lot of money than a ton of money. So rather than making none, they obviously want to maximize their profit. And this is maybe the way. Um, but for me, I don't know. I just, I guess I'm, I've only known EA as super greedy because I've only played for like, you know, I've only played foot intensely for like two years now. Um, so, um, I don't know. I, I think that this, it, it's just hard to, to know the legality of it. I don't, I don't, you know, pay too, too much attention to that. I think that maybe towards the beginning of next year, there'll be a different form of packs. I don't know what it, what it could be. Maybe it is this, um, you know, I don't really doubt I doubt if EA really cares whether we like this or not. Um, I, I'm sure they've noticed that people seem to like them. Um, I think it was more just, in terms of a market sense, it will always have an effect on the market as well as because the same thing with, with all these promos in EA, like they, everybody knows they manipulate the market in promos and SBCs they put out. So I'm, I'm just interested to see how they approach this from an early game cycle where everybody's pumping their most money. Like you said, I do the same as you. I spend the most money, you know, during the first week of the game. So how does that change when I can see I've just packed a messy and like, if I just open a pack and you know, I get nothing, I don't need to open it. Like, how does that change the market and stuff like that? I think it'd be super interesting. Uh, but preview packs in general, you know, I think they're cool. They do add a bit of fun because you obviously get to open packs without spending money actually. But yeah, just, I'm interested to see what happens. I definitely think it's a, like, you know, has to do with the legal issues they've been getting into. And I think that, I don't know if I don't think countries will slow down in, in terms of trying to stop this, but I mean we'll see. I think it's the main part as well. Is it gonna be interesting to see if they do keep it after kind of the like the, what they call like a basically the trial period of this kind of preview thing as well. And I think obviously there is people out there who maybe will never spend FIFA points, but if they go to do a preview pack and say they get like a, a million coin player, then they might get tempted to put the FIFA points on then. And then, then it That's kind of gets well. to the uh, the bad side as well. But Mike, I want to move to you lastly here. What do you make of the preview packs? I absolutely love these. Pre- I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I absolutely love this. But it's very clear what's going on here. EA are in a corner. It, it's Make no mistake about it. If it was up to EA, you know, this would never happen. This would never even be an option for EA. But because of all the legislation that's being passed, obviously all the headlines, they're starting to hear a lot of noise about, you know, FIFA points being removed, FIFA points being banned. This is their, this is it. They're they're seeing that they can't keep this up for much longer because realistically, 
they know that kids play this game. Kids are opening these packs. Real money goes into the packs. Real money's being gambled. It's this is this is basically their way of saying, well, you know what you're getting now. You, you know you're opening the pack. You know what you're getting. And personally, I think these they're very fun to do just just as a as a thing. Obviously, Jay, I totally agree. The pack addiction, it totally is like, you know, it helps that in terms of, you know, you're going to open, you're going to preview an 100K pack and you're basically opening an 100K pack. And if you get nothing, then GG's, you, you don't, didn't spend anything. But I think a lot of the times, this is just from personal experience, a lot of times where I've spent FIFA points, you know, has been off of these impulse sort of decisions where you, you just have a feeling obviously not in reality like <laughs> no basis in reality whatsoever but you have this sort of feeling and you start to get this belief that is totally extinguished by these you know these uh these preview packs i think keeping kids away from that sort of thing happening happening to them and you know maybe their christmas money or whatever right i think that is probably the best thing that could happen so i think it definitely is a legal cop-out from EA because they know that this whole thing is, you know, it's starting to crash down upon them hundred percent. But I also think it's very good for us and it's very good for the, uh, you know, the community as a whole, because the, in all actuality, the less people that are getting exploited by EA, I think is that's hundred percent the best thing that could happen, you know, in terms of opening packs, getting nothing, repeating the cycle over again, because now these preview packs serve as this sort of mental sort of stopping point between you actually opening the pack and you having that deadly belief, like, you know, 12 year old Mikey had, you know, I think it's unbelievably good, but obviously it's definitely not something the EA would do in any other setting besides the one that we're in today. Yeah. And we also, we know that EA love to make money and year on year, they make more money each year. So they're obviously, they're testing out. There must be a reason which said is there probably is a reason they're a little bit scared, but again, there must be some proof that, if they do bring this in, then the money must even get even higher or will at least stay the same way. Obviously, guys who are who play competitively need to spend that money money early on. And if you do preview the pack and it's not a great pack, you don't get your money back, you'll still have to open them and go through them anyway to get the coins back eventually. But obviously, for those guys like myself who never spend FIFA points or other guys too, I think if they do open it and they see like a, a good player in there, then they might have more incentive to put money on. So... Again, it remains to be seen what's going to happen with it. I think for most people, it's good. And also the engagement when they bring out these promo packs and the lightning rounds. And on the weekend, people were like, oh, check your preview packs at like 6 p.m., 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 9 p.m. UK, every single hour. And that never usually happens. I, ne I never care about lightning rounds. But again, everyone on the stream was like, oh, make sure you check your, check your preview packs every hour. And whether it's kind of a good in-game thing from EA, I mean, obviously guys will log in at 6 p.m. UK every day. And if there's nothing there, they'll log off. But at least if they know they get another chance of a preview pack later on down the line, they might stay on longer or they might log on back again. And again, EA probably see these kind of analytics of when people are logging on, the amount of time they're playing the game. So we all know that everything EA do is for a positive reason for them. But we always don't get the kind of the actual reason from EA because, again, the communication they give to us isn't the best. And they don't want to openly admit that, hey, we want more money from you. Please give it to us but they'll say it in a nice way or give us these kind of preview packs, which to everyone seem fairly good. But in reality, there is pretty more of a, I wouldn't say sinister, but there is a reason why they are doing it. Um, can I make an argument to defend the A a bit here? 
That might surprise you. Hey, Matt. Zell, you're yeah. uh, you're feeling very good about EA today, are you? Reformed <laughs> character. Um, EA are a notoriously bad company for when it comes, like in terms of the press that they get. I don't even mean like actual like journalists and newspapers, like social media, what people say about them. They're notoriously bad for like saying that people saying that they don't care about the consumer base, they don't care about the community. I would press people to delve deeper into most businesses and companies and find how many actually really do care about um, different, their actual communities. I remember seeing something like it's Pride Month at the moment and there was lots of companies who on Twitter were changing their badges and logos on their profile picture to the rainbows and then in certain regions in the world, they didn't change it. So it's, it's about public image. A lot of it's about public image and how it can make you money. A lot of things that companies get behind is not because they actually care about it. It's just to make themselves look better because ultimately a business and a company's main job is to make money. And the shareholders at the top who inform the decisions, just like at EA, a lot of the time at EA, I remember when Foot Economist joined, people saying, oh, this is great. He loves FIFA. He loves the community. He loves the game. He knows what's right for the game. He's going to change things. And then... A year later, he got a load of stick. People saying he betrayed the community when it's not true. He just he works for them. Foot economists didn't sign a contract there and then suddenly get the keys to the kingdom and get to change everything there. The shareholders above or managers above him, managers above them, managers above them, and then probably we keep going up until we get to the shareholders. And every company runs like that. EA just like you said, Max, aren't the best at communicating that. So yes, this preview packs we can be cynical about. And yes, it is whether it's a workaround for the legal side to be able to keep FIFA points in or um, not. like We can all pretty much agree that it's probably not just to help the community. I don't think that is why it is. But every company in reality is built around making money. And that's what EA are trying to do. It's a long-winded way of defending them, I guess, but I think you get the point I'm getting. That's, I think people always get to that point too, is that people say, oh, EA never give us free stuff or I want this, I want that. What but companies end, do. Yeah, but at the end of the day, they're, they're a company, they're a business, and in order mm-hmm. for them to be successful, they need to make more money. And maybe people complain, oh, well, they make too much, but... Are That's you gonna, the whole point of a business are, to make. Are you going uh, are you, are you to tell EA, hey, come on, don't make that much money? Like, would you go? Would you go tell someone or would you... Tell yourself. If you're streaming, Max, yeah. or someone gives you 100 subs and says, do you want 100 more? You might say, I oh, don't do it unless you've got the money because you, like, I don't think you'd, I'd use the term exploit for you, but you, you're not going to say, no, don't. I know like streaming's not like your full-time job, but you're not going to tell someone not to give your like, business, so to speak, money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just part of it. No one forces anyone to um, buy FIFA points. The addiction side is a whole other topic. And there's definitely issues there, and you could use the term sometimes exploiting and yeah, the psychological um, cycle, so to speak, of needing best players to get for week and league. And there's issues there, but ultimately, it's not kids who fund most of FIFA points on this game. It's adults who have jobs who have money. They're the ones who fund the game, and they should be able to control themselves and not spend thousands. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's a uh... It's a vicious cycle too, but again, it, I, I like this topic too because I don't think people speak about this enough, like the business side of FIFA yeah. and of EA. I think kind of we always think of it as that EA only care about gameplay and 
they're about their community. But obviously, there's a lot of money and a lot of business stuff involved with everything they do as well, whether it be promos, kind of new things in the game as well. But I want to go on finally here. The the themed weekend leagues are returning. I think back in FIFA 17, my first kind of foot. I know they used to have like single nation weekend leagues. And I think there was used to be like dual league weekend leagues. I think one was like a silver only weekend yeah, league. Yeah, silver only or like a Serie A, like five Serie A players, five Bundesliga players in your team, uh, things like that. But again, this weekend league, they brought back the weekend league plus, I believe it's 7, 11, 15 wins to get the extra player picks. But again, you only need to use eight French players in your first 11. Again, I think it's not a requirement, but obviously it's incentivized with the additional picks. But Jay, might want to go to you first on this one here. Do you like the them bringing this back and what do you make of like the theme weekend leagues? I think it's cool. I think that I think that I'm I'm very happy they're not requiring everybody to do it because that would just be obviously blasphemous if you had to change your whole team just to play, you know, weekend league, which you probably enjoy if you're still playing it. Um, I think that it's also really well, two more things that I really like about it. I like that they're giving you extra red picks. That's awesome. Um, especially for those people that don't have the joy. It's not really a flex, but I do hit elite every week. So like for the people that don't get three picks a week for now, for just 15 wins, you get three red players and you still get rewards. Like that's awesome. And then, I mean, I haven't even looked at them actually. They're all team of the season players, right? I believe so. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, I don't know if they're top leagues or not. I hope they are, but, um, even if they're not like just, I'm, I don't know. I just, I, I really like the idea. I'll be doing it for sure. Just, I like the idea of it um, being, you know, rewarded as you go. I love the player, extra player picks during the year as well. Uh, I think they're even cooler now, uh, obviously with the team of the season option, but um, yeah, it's kind of cool um, that it's, I mean, everybody uses French players anyway, I'm assuming. So, I mean, it's not too, too hard for everybody, but yeah, um, you know, and some people won't will choose not to do it because they still care about their finish too much or whatever. But also, you have to remember it's only fifteen wins. Like you could start off fifteen and five, and then you still have ten games to to clutch up your finish or whatever. You know, so I think that's great as well. I, I would have been a bit disappointed, not a bit disappointed, but maybe would have been less enthusiastic if it was twenty five wins for the last pick, like I think it was at some points this year. But um. I think that it's cool. It adds a different dimension in weekend league that um, maybe is a mode that's slowly dying. I think a lot of people are not playing it as much anymore, obviously, but um, yeah, I think that adds a really cool dimension and um, I'm excited to, to see what people get from these picks. I'm sure the, the weight will be awful because um, that's just how EA rolls, but I mean, hopefully not. You could get a cheeky little 99 in there. So we'll see what happens, but I'm excited. I think it's a good idea. Just to confirm here as well, the uh, the win seven games is a one of three tops players with minimum 88 overall. The 12 wins here is a minimum overall of 89, and that's one of four tops players. And the win 15 is a pick of one of five tops players with the same thing, mineral, min, minimum overall of 89. So there's no guarantee of top league there, and obviously only the minimum of 88 and 89. And Mike, on to you next here. What have you made of the, uh, the theme weekly league's returning? I really like it. I think at the bare minimum, it's a it's a good way to get more fodder. Obviously, you could you could hit the jackpot and you could get yourself an Mbappe or whatever, but obviously that's not likely. But you know, I think this is the kind of stuff that we all cry out for. In all honesty, these little things that you don't have to do but you can do that pay out that could pay out. 
that give good baseline rewards regardless. So even if you don't get a good player pick, you're going to get fodder, that sort of stuff. So um, I really like it. I just think um, obviously there's so many directions they could take that they could get so creative with this sort of thing, but um, I, ho- I hope they continue it uh, every weekend. This would be great. I mean, again, we keep going back to it, but it is June. Like EA can literally just treat this game like play though. Like they can just shape it however they want to do. They can do whatever. So honestly, I think that it's a, uh, it's a good idea. Honestly, I, I have nothing against it. I think I'm, I might do it. I want to try like, I want to try Felix and, and Militao and hopefully Ramos if he gets released or all this sort of stuff again. So uh, it, it's, it's up in the air whether I'll do it or not. But for people that want to do it, it's great. For people that don't want to do it, it's not like you're missing out on the world. So I really like it. This is, this is We need more stuff like this. I mean, yeah, it's definitely the one benefit. It's just not a, you're not forced to do it. And obviously, I think that was the issue beforehand, back to FIFA 17, is that you were forced to play that. Else, you couldn't play Weekend League. At least now they've kind of worked around it. And say, if you do want to, if you do want to get these extra picks, go ahead and do it. And French players are fairly easy to get in your team. Most people have a lot of French players anyway. And it's not like they've made it super hard. Although, as we get down later down the line, they may change the requirements and make, make it a little bit different. So we'll wait and see about that. And Zell, for you, what are you making of the thing Weekend League requirements coming back? Um, I don't like before how we had it where... Um... You was forced to do it to play weekend league, so I think I agree with everyone that that's um, a good change. Extra player picks—they're normally pretty bad, so don't care too much. But it's good. Um, I've had a really good idea off the top of my head that I've just come up with. This is a new promo type of idea that I've cool. literally just randomly been thinking. Do theme-based tournaments that you have to have like full French, full Swedish, whatever teams. Um, and if you win the tournament, you get tokens. And then over the year, there's set tokens, a bit like icon swaps. If you get 15 tournament wins, you can put get 15 tokens and you can buy a set player with that, something like that. But I think it's good in general. Yeah. What do you guys think to that? Like a, like a daily knockout tournament swaps kind of thing. Yeah. And over time, um, you end up like, I, I'm of the view that people complain too much about not being good at the game. I think people in general just make excuses in life when they're not good at something and play the victim. I think that if you grind and get better at something, you should get rewarded for it. So a better player should get better rewards, which isn't the case a lot of time on FIFA and tournaments like that where you could get tokens and that actually is properly theme-based. I think that could be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that I think that could be really cool as well. I think the uh, I think we have I've heard not guarantee or a confirmation, but I think they are bringing back kind of little tournament things in the week for next FIFA. I think it's a kind of a rumor right now. I think it is almost confirmed. I don't want to speak too heavily on it, but I think the kind of the the knock the weekly knockout stuff, whatever, is going to be returning to FIFA 22. So that's an addition to be nice. And again, I think the basically whatever they can do to make you use players in your club that you may not use all the time is good as well. Again, we've all got a strong 11 and we've all got other players in the clubs that we never really use whether it be objective cards or stuff we pick up over the over the year mm-hmm. if you kind of grind towards it and i think icon swaps sometimes helps you use those additional players in your club but again the, with the way swaps are going too is that people don't actually want to play the game or use as players they do golden goal and they'll probably use them for like an hour at most so it might be if you a- want to play the game other than weekend league right now as in when i say play the game i mean actual going to an, a 90 minute match of fifa what is there to do during the week? If there was tournaments, not even doing the token idea that I just came up with, but 
just tournaments that give some sort of reward, people would grind that a lot more. People enjoy little formats like that where it's like, I think some people just enjoyed like draft as a format, just the four games and it's quick. You could, you could log on each night and say to yourself, okay, I'm just going to play one tournament tonight. Do you know what I mean? And do stuff like that. It just gets people engaged more. And like, how many people do we know who watch our content? And they're just like, oh, I play Friday to Sunday if I can be bothered and I've got the free time. And then I might grind an objective if it's one that really suits my team. Yeah. And I, I, we're getting to a point now too where people don't want to play FIFA. They want to go on and play the menus. And obviously we see that ourselves with the with the hype around preview packs and stuff like that. Whatever people can do to open packs instead of actually playing the game and like with swaps to the golden goal thing, it means that they can play less FIFA. It all comes back to the idea that packs are king now and gameplay is kind of a second fiddle to that. We're going to wrap things up there, though, guys. Zell, go to you first. Where can people find you? Uh, Zelonius on Twitter, Zelonius92 on Twitch, and Zelonius FIFA on YouTube. And Zell, what's happening with the streams currently? They're going to. Um, not as much at the moment, just simply put. I don't. I can't really be bothered to sweat weekend league at the moment. It feels a bit worthless to me i don't know um but i'm trying to stream a couple of hours four or five days a week and just talk about the euros football going on but yeah when new fifa comes out i'll be grinding it a lot more sounds good and mike where can people find you uh twitch.tv slash zlatan with the second a being an x obviously uh, my twitter is zlatan 11 um obviously tiktok i've been posting a lot more on there recently zlatan um though that's pretty much it i'm gonna be grinding most of the summer, hopefully, if this game stays alive. That's basically what we all need, right? Because, I mean, I don't even have a backup plan, if I'm being honest. I have no <laughs> backup plan if this game dies because I don't play anything. So, hopefully, uh, it'll be a nice summer for, you know, grinding, streaming, and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, that's where you can find me. And uh, when do you normally stream as well? I usually stream 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. And I think that is, uh, I'm pretty sure that's 1 a.m. or I think it's 2 a.m., 2.30 for UK but uh yeah I've trying to I'm gonna try to pull it back a little more to make it a little bit earlier because a lot of UK viewers say that you know it's not so UK friendly but during the summer I'm gonna have a lot more time during the day so um hopefully I can start doing that a little bit more sounds good and Jam, where can people find you um stream on twitch xxjmart uh is my uh, name on there and then xxjmart again just with an underscore uh, is the twitter uh for some good banter uh, I like to troll Bruno Fernandez a lot on there if you want to hit me with a follow. But uh, yeah, uh, don't, you know, just stream weekly occasionally during the summer. But, um, you know, all my qualifiers and all weekend leagues and a lot more weekday stuff uh, is obviously going to come back with the with the start of the next FIFA. So um, definitely would appreciate a follow. And uh, yeah, there we go. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. Mm-hmm.